Please listen carefully. And we're just going to wait one, She's the wo- two, no, see. three, <laughs> and it looks good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it. Okay. Welcome to the first episode of Everyone and Their Sister. Where three idiots get together and talk about their favorite movies, books, and television shows. But with themes. Theme this week is what was the first book, movie, and TV show that made you obsessed with with them? Yeah. Or like even like first... First loves. Like, you're like, this fucking thing changed my life. I'm on Tumblr all day searching it up. Except Tumblr didn't exist. It could have, though, for some of us. I mean, probably not. We're not that young. You guys are children. (laughs) I'm a baby. (laughs) But that's what we're saying. Like, it didn't exist for us. So we're actually not as young as you seem to think we are, you dinosaur of a human being. (laughs) Speaking of which. (laughs) Okay. Um, So let's go this off. Nat, because you go first. Yes. Uh, what What was the most important book that you read what's your most whatever you're whatever the fuck you want to talk about when did you fangirl well the hardest <laughs> i actually did not fangirl about this book really um my book that i'm going to talk about though is the velvet room i do not know if you guys have heard of it it's by zilpha keely snyder she also wrote the egypt i have not i think i've heard of that book before from about seven minutes ago when you started talking about it wow wow well anyway i'm just gonna repeat myself then <laughs> When I used to volunteer in the library when I was in elementary school, I found it on the shelf. It was the only one sitting there because the shelf was empty. I think our school was also pretty new, so it was being renovated. Um, I picked it up, decided to read it only on my lunch breaks and not take it out because I was like, I can finish this. <laughs> it's actually pretty fucking long, though. Um, anyway, so the book is essentially about a 12-year-old girl named Robin. Um, she's the middle girl in a family of five. And she's living throughout the Great Depression. So it's like a really depressing fucking book when you're starting to read it. Um, They're on their way to find a job for their father, uh, but the tire goes flat for the car. And then they find themselves in the middle of California, back when it was all glossy and gleaming and filled with ranches and horses. So you that, you, that description yourself. That, I did not. Oh, okay. I can tell you I wikipedia that shit. Okay, I was going to say. Um, but anyway, so her dad is offered a job at a ranch nearby, and they end up living in this shitty little shack. And so she decides to wander off a lot, and she ends up meeting somebody um, at this house called the Palmeras House, which is like this giant abandoned building. Uh, and she finds her way inside, and she finds this room called the Velvet Room, which is filled with books and she ends up going here and this is like her spot that she goes to every day she ends up reading all the books there and the book is just essentially about finding a home finding yourself when you feel foreign to every place you go to and as a kid that moved a lot I kind of understood that because she made a lot of connections with the books that she read and the writing she observed and the characters coming to life so that was my big book because then I realized I could kind of read anything because it was it should have been really dense at that age. I think I was around like nine when I read that. So that was my first big book that made me want to read the big classics after that. Did you read anything else that she's written before or did you just read that one? No, I read The Egypt Room. Egypt Room is really good. I highly recommend that one. I wouldn't recommend The Velvet Room. (laughs) 
I very mean, moving, but no one read it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's really good. It's just, I feel like it, you have to be at the right age to read it. Um, if you're not somebody that's still trying to figure out your identity, it's not really going to be an essential book for you now. <laughs> but the Egypt are good for any age. Okay. Yeah. How about you? That's your, that's your closer? You're that's done my, now? That's okay. my fucking closer. God. Okay, no. Why I'm... do you guys put so much pressure on me? <laughs> We want to make sure that it's concise. Right. Okay. Steph, should we just buy I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Just go, just go. Let me get. <laughs> okay, first I want to say, honorable mentions to the Arthur series, where a book was delivered to my mailbox once a week, no, sorry, once a month, and I had an Arthur library card, and it was the best shit ever. Shout out to Arthur Books. Shout out, secondly, to Kit Pearson, whose <laughs> books I cannot remember. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with war, but I'm not picking her. The puppeteer. The puppeteer. Don't know. It was like it was like awake and dreaming. Love that shit. I think it's a series unclear. Can't remember. Didn't look it up. So, but so my main author is Sarah Dessen. Love that bitch. <laughs> Love her so much. What about the book? Uh, every book of hers is gold. No. Yeah, it is. This is, this is what no, you did last I, time. I, I chose. I made the theme. I can pick what I want. So it's every Sarah Dessen book known to man. And how I found it. This book this author basically as every teen girl does fucking can't as every teen girl does sorry younger teen girl go into their sister's bookcase and pick everything up that they have just to see what they're doing so that's how i found her <laughs> haven't looked back since Wait, i'm sorry hold on hold do on do you have an older sister yeah i do oh, I that's... Know that. like, are you the baby of the family yeah that was not the important part what you used to do as a younger sibling <laughs> go was... into her room take perfectly closed but I took books. Yeah, my sister used to do that shit all the time. Yeah, and you beat the... When you were a shirt that I haven't worn, the, the rage I felt, I have not felt since. Uh-huh. Like, can't deal with that. Oh, Except you get the other side, because the younger sister is younger shit. My sister still wears this one white shirt that I wore once. And every time I see her in that shirt, I'm like, so am I ever getting that shirt back though? I'm regretting only having a brother now. Yeah. I mean, no, you saved yourself a lot of trouble. <laughs> Okay, so you were you were saying so back to back to you were once back again, to my main point once again copping out and picking an entire author. Sarah Dustin. Okay, fine. Top favorites: Truth About Forever, This Lullaby, and then we'll I say Dreamland you. because that was a dark one. Dreamland's a dark one. Have you I've guys read? read? Yeah, yeah, it's a dark one. Dreamland's pretty dark. Um, yeah. Love her. I've also read Truth About Forever, and I liked that one. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah. I, like, recognize her books. Like, I know that from being at a chapters, I know what they all look like. I definitely never read any of them, though. I know. I know. What a mistake. That's it's a like crushing book. as a teen. You should do audiobooks. They're maybe, like, three stars each. <laughs> but back in the day, when that all that was around, I will defend her okay. to the end. She has I, a great Twitter. She, she has was, a great Twitter. She was the main thing I could see in YA every time I walked into a bookstore. Yeah. She's very she was the first one. Yeah. She has a great Twitter right now. I, like... She has a lot of followers. She has chickens, dogs. Now she's like into like lizards or something. It's a great time. Why are all authors a rich, own a farm, and travel a lot? I'll, 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 I don't know why. She was the first person I was like, I want that life. I want her lifestyle. There's another author that follows me, and she definitely has a farm. And she's always traveling to Scotland for some reason. Like, why not? What's her face? Victoria Schwab is always traveling. She is. I love her. She's great. Um, Lindsay Cummings. What did she? I don't know who that is. She, I don't know what she wrote. Now I feel like I have to add to mine. Maybe you should actually pick a book, though. Okay, fine. 
So, do I get a redo? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You get an addendum. I want to co- copy paste an addendum. <laughs> yeah, been everywhere. So sorry. <laughs> Back to my uh, book that I didn't. Fine, I'll go with Truth About Forever by Sarah Dessen. It's a great one. It's about a girl whose father died suddenly, and she, for the summer, she her boyfriend breaks up with her, so she needs to find another job, and she works at a catering company with like a close knit of family. And hijinks ensue, and it's a great it's time. Wish, right? Wish. I Wish catering company. Saying. Macy and West. Love them. That was my epitome of teen romance. So I was like, that's what I want in my <laughs> life when I'm a teen. So this was, I'll start with mine. This was the only one of the, like, book, movie, television show that I knew immediately what it would be. Like, from the beginning, I was like, I know exactly what book I'm going to talk about. And it's ridiculous. It's a book that's made for ages, like, 9 to 12. If I'm being generous, it's very possible it's an early reader. Um, this book, this book is called, it is a huge difference. It's been a very long time since I read it. I don't remember. I used to own it. I have no idea what's happened to it. The book is called Worm Pie. It's one of the Scholastic books. Scholastics, Arthur. Absolutely. Exactly. It's always, you don't know Arthur books? (gasps) Having fun isn't hard. If you got a library card. Having fun. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sure there's a TV show which I also am gonna mention <laughs> like later on. Their TV show, like yeah. yeah. Hardbark. Yeah. Yeah, I know that show. It was that's like a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get like a book every month. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, yeah. continue. So Scholastic. <laughs> it's a book called Worm Pie, and I swear to God, over the years, I've apparently made up some of the plot points of this book because I went researching it again <laughs> so I could talk about it a little bit more and like get the author's name who I've now forgotten, Beverly something, um, and like to just to get more information about it. It's actually very difficult because, weirdly enough, they don't keep a lot of recordings of a book that came out, like, almost 20 years ago that was a Scholastic book, so maybe sold, like, six copies to a library and that was it. Um, But the plot point of this book, called Worm Pie, was there were these two main characters, or they were two young girls, and they were, like, best friends for a really long time, and one of the girls is Vietnamese and the other girl is white, and they're, like, going through school like you would with all these new changes. They have a new teacher, and if... If you go by my version, if I remember correctly, the Vietnamese girl was being made fun of a lot that year, and the best friend, in what is, at the tender age of seven, a really horrifying move, throws a worm at her. I know, I know. After it rained one day. Threw a damn worm <laughs> right at her like some kind of bitch. Um, and I, if I remember correctly, it was also in line with the joke, because the idea being that like what this girl's family ate people would make no. fun of her for because she's Vietnamese and she was in a school full of white people. Very possibly familiar. worm pie. It was excellent. Um, so she throws the worm at her. Her best friend is betrayed and then they goes through the book and I will always remember at the very, very end there was the final scene where they're friends again, obviously, because it was a classic book. They're not going to like tell a horrifying, <laughs> a horrifying tale. Um, they become friends again and she, in, the Vietnamese girl invites her friend over for dinner and she comes and she eats the food and it's not weird. It's just food. It's, you know, getting over being a crazy young person who's like, oh, you must eat weird food because you're from another country. Um, and the white girl brings a dessert and it's a worm pie, which is like Oreo cookies and you know with what? the gummy worms and stuff like that. You mentioned this book. That's why I think I read it. Oh, because, because I've talked about this before. Yeah. Because I mentioned a book by Queen Rania of Jordan called Sandwich Swap. It's very similar. Oh. Well, I fucking love her. She's a beautiful, she's beautiful lady. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Side note. 
We have definitely <laughs> talked about this before, so yes. I feel like it's possible. And for me, the reason why I like it's the important one is I was in grade one, and I remember this forever, and I remember the teacher who will shout, who will remain nameless because I use her name for secret passwords for lots of things, um, because that's wow. how important she is, uh, was my grade wow. one teacher. And I got the book from the library one day, and I just loved it. I started reading it in class, and she was, like, really supportive about it. And this teacher, when I was like, I, I have to get back to school, I don't want to, I really like this book. And I, like, started my love of reading then, and I think she saw that, and told me to just keep the book. So, like, I didn't really borrow it, I just stole it from a library. Um, I had a grade one teacher that bought me a book and was like, you like to read, read this book. And I remember what book it is, because I still own it, and she wrote in it. They're perfect fucking handwriting. It's like, please enjoy. We'll miss you because we moved, obviously, because yeah. I moved every fucking year I lived. <laughs> um, but it was called the Squeeze More In. And she's just like, I remember when, like, teachers just used to give you things. When they liked you. Yeah. No, but, like, you're not allowed to do that now. Oh. Well, also, like, you shouldn't. Like, a teacher shouldn't have to pay for that. Yeah, but. Like, be like my grade one teacher who was like, oh, do you want that book? Just steal it from the library. It's it. fine. There's more books. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, because of her, like, she was the one that started it all. She, the rest of the year, she'd oh, like, so nice. pick out books that I should read. And I, so, I started reading, like, older and older books because at that point I would have been, like, six, seven. When we're not recording, are you going to tell us her name? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, but she was lovely. And, like, so she instilled that in me. And then she after that... Change. Every book that came afterwards is thanks to that grade one teacher. So thank you very much, Mrs. Blank. God bless. Mrs. Blank. Yes. Um, and that's that's my book. I will remember Worm Pie probably forever, even though it's a book for, like, children. But I knew immediately when we were going to talk about, like, hey, what's the thing that made you start reading? Like, I wouldn't be the reader I am now. I think this is one is weirder. What's the movie that made you love movies? I think that, like, books is, a, like, a great identifier. Yeah. But movies is harder because even if you don't love movies, you watch them regularly that's true especially when you're a kid because everyone's like oh put on a disney movie and they'll be good for three hours yeah i feel like i have like fifty thousand shout outs so i'm just gonna shout out too why not it's a free world <laughs> we love your shout outs a shout out <laughs> all right i do have shout outs ready to go just so you know <laughs> three. well i guess you're going first then okay fine <laughs> movie disney movie this is the first movie i saw in theaters for a birthday party and it was Tarzan. Oh. And the, oh, which one? The animated Tarzan. You're right. so young. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, we can't go through that many episodes of this. As a note, you're not that much older than either one of us. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not that much older than us. <laughs> Anyways, back to the main point. Tarzan. This is probably the first movie I had an emotional reaction to. When his fucking parents get killed by <laughs> that tiger leopard or something and they die, cried my eyes out and I was seven years old. Aww. And like ridiculous. And it's been burned into my brain ever since. And that was the first movie. But Disney all together. I love all Disney movies. Disney is always solid. But then I'm gonna shout out yeah, to okay. three movies. So like me and my friend Jenna would sit and watch movies, like watch the same movie over and over and over and over and over again. This is like when we were like thirteen. And twelve, so I know where hence, the show going. Hence, thirteen going thirty <laughs> with Jennifer Garner. It's a classic movie. It's so good. We watched that movie nonstop, and like I haven't watched it recently, but I feel like it will be just as good. Mm-hmm. Second movie, thirteen with Have oh, you ever seen that? Yeah, with um, Nikki Evan Reed and Evan Rachel Wood, yep. like rebelling teens. Like I don't, even, I'm not even that rebellious now, and I'm in my twenties. <laughs> and these thirteen year old girls going bananas. <laughs> You, you you like the 13 theme. 
what did I say? This is what we did when we were 13, watch movies. Oh, right. And then she's the man. Yes. I, this is what I was waiting for. I yeah. knew I, I remember I the story. That's what you were going to say. Yeah, she's the man. <laughs> Could quote every line, if I must, but I won't. I mean, I would like you to right now. Let's right now. That's, what the the next, that's what the next hour and a half of this the, podcast is going to be. Do the tampon one. Let's go. <laughs> Just put it right up there. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> See? It's hard when there's pressure. There's too much pressure. But those are my movie picks. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I'll do mine. Yeah. We've, we established a like. <laughs> You we established a cue, and you're the one that ruined it, so now you're going in the middle. Um, okay, so I will read my shout-outs first, because I initially picked The Little Mermaid as my pick, because I was like, yeah, that's definitely it, because I watched that every day at my babysitter's house, until she got, she destroyed the VHS, because she was like, no more. Wow. But, so I could quote that one like crazy, but then I was like, I love that movie, but it wasn't like the one that really made me love movies. And then I was like, yeah, it's definitely my girl because I love that movie. That one made me bawl my eyes out. See, emotional reaction. Yeah. Scars you for life. But then I realized (laughs) the very first movie I ever remember watching was Land Before Time. Uh, Yes. Excellent choice. And my obsession with Don Bluth animation. (laughs) As you guys well know, that I will argue for Troll in Central Park. All of these things. Thumbelina. Thumbelina is so good. Anastasia. I haven't, watched Thumbel- I haven't seen Anastasia, though. Wait, what? Anastasia is the same person as Land Before Time? Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent catalog. See? Wait. I am telling you, there's some great... What's another good one? There was the Princess and the Goblin. I don't know if you guys ever... Oh, my that. God! Princess and the Goblin! See? Same person! Oh, my God. Up until, like, three years ago, I still own that VHS. Yeah. I feel like I still have a huge pile of VHS. I, I own a lot of these movies. And anyway, so I love Don Bluth. Land Before Time was like my number one yeah. top, and I rewatched that thing as long as I can emotionally handle it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember every time fucking Littlefoot runs towards that rock, and he thinks it's his mother. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> and he thinks it's his mother. I always turn my mom, I was like, why did you put this on? <laughs> I'm just gonna be sobbing into the mic for the next like 20 minutes. I'm tearing up a little bit thinking about it. But I also got really obsessed with leaves for a long time. Like, I would just pick up leaves and try to eat them. (laughs) Because of his stupid fucking leaves that he would carry with him. Yeah, I was obsessed with leaves and like weird things like that. And Petrie and Ducky were so cute. And the the voice actress that played Ducky died like right after that movie came out. And she was a little girl. Why does uh, everyone die in your stories? <laughs> I had, okay, can I admit something? I had a weird obsession with death, which is why I was going to pick my, my girl, because... He does. Her, spoiler. Her father... <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler for a movie from, like, the 80s? Um, well, her father also runs a funeral parlor out of the basement, and, like, I was obsessed with death. <laughs> obsessed. Did you want to work in a funeral parlor? I kind of was fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. You keep using past tense, and I don't feel like that's correct. You were correct. I am still obsessed <laughs> okay. with death. Yeah. It has never changed. I should have also mentioned in books, one of my shout outs was the Lois Duncan book, Killing Mr. Griffin, which became- Were you a goth child? I, I was a goth for a little while. Oh my God. Can you imagine her with the makeup and the hair and yeah. everything? I yeah. mean, I didn't, I didn't do the white makeup. I did the dark. Well, that's what yeah. I assume, because the white makeup doesn't really work when you're not white. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Natasha's brown. <laughs> Other two don't know. <laughs> Surprise. It's a mystery. We could be anything. Though I guess you figure it out by my pick. Yes. Um, yeah, so Land Before Time is definitely my pick. I don't really need to talk about that one because I feel like everyone knows that. Wow, yeah. that's really presumptuous. 
yeah. But fine. Be done. I forgot about Thumbelina. Thumbelina is so good. I know. I'm actually now like, I want to go back to... I could see. I could quote that movie too. Isn't she like in a strip club at some point? Like, okay, no. Oh my god, what? So she ends up at like a jazz club. Yes. Yeah, and then she starts, and he dresses her up to look like a beetle because humans are ugly. Yeah. (laughs) Still. Oh my god, I want to watch that immediately. But that was like a PG strip club in reality. I mean, my child eyes were like risque over there. (laughs) Pretty risque. Oh, and every time the frog would do the hip thing, with your body. I really need to rewatch this. Yeah, really um, cool. yes, this sounds amazing. Okay, and I also no, I'm forgetting them. Okay, so oh, never mind. These ones are way harder because I feel like I've just like always watched movies, so I couldn't remember like the first movie I had ever watched or the one that mattered. I just like would go to movies because. So I try to think of ones that were important, and I have two choices. And the fact that you guys both went with sad ones confirmed for me that I'm gonna go with the other option. Oh. So instead of talking about how, as like an emo little teen, Rent in all of its musical glory spoke to my soul, wow. I am instead. That's yes, a, that's I an know. interesting pick. I know, but that's why I'm not. I'm not going to pick it. I'm gonna go with Galaxy Quest. Yes. Yes. That movie is so good. Yes, it is. And the reason I'm going with Galaxy Quest is because I feel like. Yeah. You've never heard of it? No. Oh my god. Okay, so Galaxy Quest, we're gonna do this rundown first. I can see your dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> with shame. This stink guy that's happening right now is epic. But that's the whole point. Because I'm this. young. <laughs> I mean, I was like pretty old, so not pretty old, but like you would have been older. No, I, I came out. It came out in nineteen ninety nine, I think is what I found out. Mm. Um and I definitely watched it after it came out. Like so I think the first time I watched it. You guys would have been like older. Yeah, like a kid. I was eight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're not doing this each time. I was seven? She was seven. Yeah, you can't have been seven. I was like, I was not seven. (laughs) You were probably like, 11? Wait, no, we're not exposing our ages. This is spoiler territory. (laughs) So, it's basically the best, like, the best way to describe it is the best Star Trek movie that was ever made. Yes. It is a... Okay. It's kind of like a parody, but not one of those, like, really obvious parodies that are just, like, terrible joke after terrible joke. It's like a parody or deconstruction who actually like the original source material so the whole story of galaxy quest is this group of people who are all actors who used to be on a star trek like show called galaxy quest and it's years later Mm. and like the prime of their career is all gone and the only thing that any of them are doing really is essentially comic conventions for the old show and so they go to so they've all sort of been together for all these years even though they kind of hate each other a little bit but they still know each other because they still have to keep doing these appearances this sounds amazing yeah it's absolutely fantastic tim allen is in it which is weird alan rickman in the greatest role of his life i don't want to hear anything else i don't want to hear about (laughs) harry potter i don't want to hear about love action i don't want to hear about nothing listen that's a conversation for a different fucking day okay sheriff of nottingham listen (laughs) but he is way better Grab Thor's hammer or whatever that audience line is. agrees. It's with the best you. part. <laughs> no, it's not. The best role he's ever done is Galaxy Quest. Okay, his makeup is flawless. It is perfect. His deadpan voice the whole time. It's like if you plucked the actual Alan Rickman, just made him angrier, and then made a movie about him. It was isn't, fantastic. Isn't that what they just did? That is exactly <laughs> what they did. So it's the best. It's the absolute greatest. Sigourney Weaver is in it, which is also mm. fantastic. Great in the dude from Monk, I can't remember his name, but oh, he's yeah. in it. Yeah, he was what? great. In he that was. Movie. If you watch that movie too, there's some people that you're like, oh, I know them, I know them, I know them, there's but you the, don't know their the names. The girl that the alien girl that likes him. Yes, I love her. She's like ah. 
That's all I remember. <laughs> I wish I could remember it. I feel like I need to start coming up with like IMDb pages loaded up because I don't know any I actors' names ever. I definitely remember seeing her in a different movie and I was like, I know her. And then yeah. I made the face and I was like, that's her. Yeah, the like weird smile. It's perfect. <laughs> so I love this movie. And the reason I'm going to say it's my like made me fall in love with movies is because I think Galaxy of Quest is probably the first movie that I watched that I didn't just... Like, I didn't just like it. It wasn't just like, oh, this is a good movie. It wasn't anything like that. It was like, no, this is the kind of thing a movie is supposed to be. This is what black humor and satire and, like, deconstruction are. And for me, everything that I like now, everything that I want to be a satire or want to be a parody, I'm like, oh, but why can't this just be Galaxy Quest? Like, every time I read a book that's like, oh, we're parodying something else, like um, Table of Less Valued Nights or something like that, I read it the whole time and I'm like, ooh, this is good, but if it was a little bit more like Galaxy Quest, it would be better. <laughs> oh, wow. So everyone should watch Galaxy Quest because it's a fantastic movie. Um, they're never gonna make a second one now because the guy's dead. So the you guy mean, is You mean dead. Alan Rickman? I do mean Alan Rickman. Oh, He's yeah. dead, so they're never gonna make a second one, basically. They almost did, and it was the year he died. It was so oh, sad. I remember that. See, emotional trauma. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. Everything is everything is sad and it hurts. Okay, TV can't. show, go! TV show. No, you! You're Me. first. Oh, I'm first. We have a cue. We're first now because the previous cue, which I think worked out very well, is not working because someone can get her shit together unless someone goes first. Okay, fine. TV show. Again, because this is how I roll. Honorable shoutouts. Like, Arthur was a big part of my life, apparently, because I wrote him as a TV show, and I'm (laughs) shocked and appalled you haven't seen any episode of Arthur. I I have. I watched You didn't read any books. I didn't read any of the books. Okay, fine. Yeah. Mistakes. Like I, I would, thought you were talking about like a totally different Arthur. Oh, no, no. Like, Arthur Dan Arthur? Brown. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur Dan Brown. I would go and watch. Did you just say Dan Brown? Dan Brown. Isn't that the... Is it Mark? Mark Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, I the, 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 the Dan Brown. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Google on the play, guys. Google so on the play. Arthur, Arthur. goes to Vatican City. <laughs> he solves the mystery. He finds Muffy. <laughs> dead on the ground. <laughs> and there was a conspiracy involving the Illuminati. Because Francine did it. Francine <laughs> did, did it. it. <laughs> she is secretly part of the Opus Dei. Um, it was clearly like DW. Oh, oh you're it was right. DW. It was DW. <laughs> DW would cut a bitch. But like everyone thought it was Binky because he's like, oh, that dumb guy. Yes. <laughs> Binky's like the albino guy. Okay, back to what matters. Can we confirm who the author is? I think. Oh, wait, I was still holding for it. That's what we were doing. This is why you take thorough notes. (laughs) Mark Brown, Mark Brown. Uh, Correction. Mark Brown. Uh, Right, okay. Uh, Mark Brown. (laughs) One more time. Mark Brown. M A R C B R O W N. Oh, like Back. a French mark. Mark Brown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I meant to say <laughs> after Dan Brown, Mark Brown, is that I would go, before before junior kindergarten, I'd go to my Nona's house, she'd make me oatmeal, and I'd go and watch Arthur episodes before I had to hop on the bus to kindergarten, because I was an afternoon kid, which they don't have anymore. Oh, I remember afternoon kids. Yeah, I was an afternoon kid. They only have full day yeah. kindergarten now. But anyways, second show... Reality show, Survivor. Love that shit. Watch it every day, <laughs> religiously. <laughs> was, no one said Survivor! Who did my... I remember grade four and sitting there with my... It's like my sister, my sister and my mom watching Survivor, being 
so invested in it, and I'm cr- devastated. Elizabeth Hasselbeck is a uh, see you next Tuesday. Like, I'm devastated. <laughs> okay, yeah. My, one of my friends still watches it. It was so emotional. <laughs> Survivor. That was, like, the epitome of reality TV. Like, that's when it exploded. But then... Season one Survivor is worthwhile. Yeah. While no other season can I did watch thing. season one as it was airing. Yeah, I think two, it's like up to five was good and then it was too much. I only watched the first season. Because yeah. every, I think Friday, I would go to Niagara Falls to visit my friend and she would always watch Survivor and we just it watched it together. It is the best. I would, yeah, sit there eating. We had like raffles, chips. So the same thing. Every, every week just to watch Survivor. Okay, so that was my reality TV show, but then my, uh, mm-hmm. I'm breaking all the rules. My written scripted show <laughs> was Grey's Anatomy, oh. which seems kind of random, but that's when I was first obsessed. I watched yeah. every season. I would go to school to talk to my friend who I'm no longer friends with. We'd go and talk about, we'd go and talk and like discuss the whole episode like every Do day. Do you remember which episode was the best? The bomb episode. That was the best oh one. Oh my God. It was hands down the best episode. That was the best one. Cool. Cried every, you cry every episode. Like no, I don't watch it anymore because it's dead to me. <laughs> I saw with George, no. Kind of shit that sticks with you. But Forever. yeah. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. She even knows what's up. Your turn, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to first do my shout out. Let's <laughs> shout out to Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll allow this one. <laughs> this is real, guys. Um, tonight's special was a huge one Elephant Show, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Because, obviously, first show with the name Natasha on it. And I was like, oh, my God, my name's normal. <laughs> Moose and Squirrel. Moose and Squirrel. Uh, Bugs Bunny, whatever. <laughs> All of those. Those are, like, big ones. But the one I'm going to choose is kind of like going with my goth theme. Not really. Themes. Themes. We all think of our theme at the end. <laughs> um, it's not really a gothy theme. It's more, like, kind of what got me into the genres I'm sort of into now. And the show is Worst Witch. I don't know if you guys ever watched the no, show. No. You guys haven't watched the show? No. Oh my god. I've never I'm even so heard excited it. to introduce you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so essentially it's about this girl named Mildred Hubble. Oh my god, I love it already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should probably explain first. It was a book, like way back in like the sixties, seventies, fifties, I don't know, whatever. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, and then it was made into a show in the UK. So it's a British show. They know what they're doing over there. Fucking do it was like my first Harry Potter essentially because it was like early nineties maybe late eighties I don't know whatever anyway so Mildred Hubble is like this like I don't know twelve year old witch that goes to Miss Cackle's Academy amazing <laughs> for witches and she goes there and you find out very soon that she's clumsy as fuck <laughs> and she's literally quite literally to a lot of people the worst witch at that school because <laughs> she's so horrible at everything. Um, Miss Cackle loves her because she's like, oh, I'm a great, I'm a great. She's like the Dumbledore of the school. And then there's one teacher she has, um, what is her name? I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, ooh, Miss Hardbroom, of course. Hardbroom. They went, reached really far with those. Yeah, they they really did. (laughs) Well, it was for like six to eight year olds, I would say. The, The book, anyway. Okay. The show would extend onwards, but anyway. So Miss Hardbroom was like the Snape of the school. She was like Mildred Hubble was so fucking lazy. <laughs> you think J.K. Rowling watched this and was like, you know what? Definitely watch this. Was this also a this. book series? It was a book series. I know this book series. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's a really old book series. Like, yeah, predates. Oh. Yeah, I'm not listening to you. I should clarify. Wow. <laughs> 
I'm just talking to nobody's listening. You're here for the audience. I'm just waiting. Anyway, so Mildred obviously has her two friends, kind of like Ron and Hermione. There's the troublemaker prankster, and then there's the smart girl that's very proper. Then she has her one enemy, Ethel Hallow, who isn't her enemy later, spoilers. It's um, what Harry Potter should have. Yeah, Draco. She's, the, she's the rich kid that is like, yeah, yep, Potter. yep. And she has, she's got two Goonies too. Yeah, so it's essentially Harry Potter, yep. but for girls only. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's like it, like it's just like this little academy where they get into trouble, and then every day she has to figure out how to get out of this trouble. And it's just her fucking up every single day, until I think the third season where she goes to Weird Sister College. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh, we're, so I'm, we're both. That's cast. that's when it gets young adults. <laughs> But yeah. Are there boys in this college? Oh, there's okay. there's boys. <laughs> Sorry, wizards. Wizards, yeah. I think they're just called boy witches. Witches? They're still witches. I don't know. The show is the fucking greatest. And I heard that they remade it this year. As in there's like a new season out there somewhere. Oh, wow. Starring some children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, would, you would hope. Yes. <laughs> Although, given like Hollywood's traction, they might be like 21-year-olds. Yeah. Although this this TV show actually used to, after it had first aired, it, they used to play reruns on YTV. So I imagine a lot of people in Canada did watch this show. Yeah. It was kind of like, did you guys ever watch um, Gwendolyn? Yes. Gwen? Yeah. Yes, Gwen. Yes. Yeah, it was very similar to that feel. It was Australian, right? That one was Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Gwen. Did you guys ever watch Ocean Girl? No. no. So close. That one, that one was like a girl that like lived underwater essentially, but would come up. <laughs> and okay. Like they, they had like a, a not a water. It kind of looked like a space station, but underwater. But they were like marine biologists studying there, and they had their families down there too. And these two boys find Ocean Girl, and she doesn't speak English. She can speak dolphin. <laughs> so essentially, she speaks in sonar. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking so weird. It's Australian too, and I loved that show as well. <laughs> Never was there a day that this girl hair was not wet. <laughs> Listen, as something that we said in the unaired episode that will never make it out there, Australians know what they're doing. Australians know exactly what they're doing. They're just on point. They're faced with death every day. So Can we? From their wall. Like, like for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> We're switched to zero death. <laughs> There's zero. Well, Weird Sister College might not, but that shit gets weird. Reason Anatomy had death. Yes, it did. I just like to say, our- lots of death, <laughs> yeah. lots of it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Derailed the conversation. <laughs> that, that was it. Okay. Worst no, it's perfect. Christina's turn. Okay. Um, this one also super difficult because all television is amazing, guys. I don't know if you know. Not all television. Well, That's no. False lots statement. of television is terrible, but the terrible television is usually also still pretty solid. Because watching a terrible television show is just as good as watching a bad movie. I love it. It is true. So this is super difficult. I've also been watching TV since I was, like, newly born. <laughs> me too. Because, no. yeah, my parents also didn't love me that much. So yeah. They just put me in front of the TV. Exactly. So this is, like, from when you're growing up, you're like, oh, the TV is, like, your second. Your babysitter, yeah. Your first parent sometimes, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, what I ended up going with is the show that made, introduced me, it's not so much about TV, it more introduced me to fandom which changed how I watched TV. Once you discover fandom, TV is not just something that happens when it's on. It's something that happens after the show ends. You look it up, you read the fan fiction, you talk in, like, forums about it. It turns, like, something that exists in one second into something that exists in every part of your life and has literally ruined me. Like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me the day I found out what, like, <laughs> fandom and fanfiction was because I'm never going out now. I'm stuck in it. Those teens, though, now that have Tumblr are so lucky. 
Yeah. yeah her is so yeah. lucky. It's so, so much easier. Lucky. They didn't have to embarrass themselves by running, <laughs> writing like 20 chapters of fan fiction <laughs> no, for the they world can, to see. Um, if they just want to italicize something, it's a fucking button. Yes. You don't have to learn basic HTML <laughs> yes. to run your live journal or your, your GeoCities. Geo <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Angel Fire? Oh. Yes. You gotta get on those mailing lists. You gotta get on the mailing list. Emo poetry out in that fire letter. Oh Oh my god. The very first gifts, which were those hideous clip art animations. Uh Listen, (laughs) I don't care anymore. I say it both ways. I've heard it both ways now. So, the show that, like, I loved so much that I was like, okay, I ended up Googling it and ended up this rabbit hole that I'm stuck in 10, 15 years later. Actually, probably closer to 15. Was card captors or card captor Sakura as yes, it should be known? I was just thinking that. Yes, yes. This is an. I don't know what it is. <laughs> this is an anime, <laughs> and I'm. I do not watch a lot of anime. I've seen two in my whole life. Have you seen Sailor Moon? Sailor Moon. Yes. Okay. Sailor Moon. Okay. Actually, that was my main. I lied. I've seen three, but Sailor Moon and card captors or card captor Sakura as it should be known is the, the proper name the, yes. the proper name listen okay it was name. called cardcaptor sakura from japan and then it came here and they're like "Ooh, if we put a girl's name in the title boys don't watch it so we have to call it card also let's remove all the homosexual characters yes it was it so okay it was perfect yes also they were, they were the times they were real shitty at um taking out all the homosexual characters because yeah. i remember being a kid the thing that made me interested in the show where i was like but her her best friend is clearly into her like the whole time yeah. like even as a small child you're like this is weird she's clearly in love with her your brother is boning the dude you have a crush on like this is a yeah. real thing that's happening wait a second yeah yeah, yeah. you want to watch you gotta watch you gotta watch card captures curve <laughs> Okay, fine. Yep. Adding it to the list. Absolutely. I remember this would be, I mean, aside from maybe Aladdin, I think this is when you're like a kid, is your first cartoon crush was mm-hmm. Lee. I mean, Lee. I think my... Sauron. Sauron. Yes, yes. I love me t- Mr. Tuxedo Mask. Lee, Lee oh, yeah. I mean, like, he was my main jam. Buster, oh, yeah. also, hot flashback to Arthur, Buster, loved him. <laughs> Who do you I, like rabbits, huh? <laughs> apparently. <yeah. laughs> That's why we're friends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like rabbits that way. <laughs> wow. That's, that's because her children are rabbits, so it would be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Unless. It'd be like incestuous. I birthed them via rabbit. That's even worse. Buster is like the best character. He was. Sl- he was naps great. all day. Like he eats the, all the time. He's like the Patrick Star. Of he's basically me. <laughs> yeah, he, like that. Sailor Moon characteristic. I'm like, that's how. Yeah. That molded me as a human. Um, we need to do a thing about favorite Sailor Moon characters because um, I can talk about Sailor Jupiter forever, but we're talking about card captors. Yes, we are. Back we're to the main topic. topic. So, like, forever. the plot of card captors, I'm air quotes because I barely remember. I just know enough what I remember from the theme song and that she's, like, a basic little girl just, like, living her everyday life. And one day she discovers some cards, <laughs> the secrets of the cloud that are unlocked for all to see. Card captors. A mistake invention. captors. A quest for all time. I could keep going. We could not go longer than that. But I could do the whole song. I have listened to it recently. You know when I just argued about how you didn't get involved in 20 chapters of fanfiction? Did I tell you I wrote card captors fanfiction? Yes, we've talked about this. And then I remember being like, you need to tell me what it is because maybe I read it. Wow. Yeah, because that was the first thing. I remember all the old sites. I remember watching Cardcaptors. Yes! I still go on that sometimes and be like, what's happening I right here? I still get comments on that story. 
Yep. Hilarious. People are discovering fan fiction every day, Nat. There are there's a new thirteen year old out there right now. And like it's one of those ones where and it's from a time when it wasn't just fanfiction.net. It's when yeah. they had their own site. So there was a Sakura and Lee site. Yes. Obviously, because that's why I was there. Because in my little 13-year-old, I was like, oh, this is what every relationship should be. Mm-hmm. Two awkward, fumbling 12-year-olds who uh-huh. are clearly destined to be together forever. They yes. were obviously soulmates, okay? Wait, and who was? Sakura and Lee, or... Sarang. Oh, Sarang. Thank you. Okay. Or, is this Chinese? Chinese name is Zhao Lang. Lang? Yep. There are a lot of <laughs> different names. I'm so glad. <laughs> All that matters is that it was like that magical girl anime and i loved it it was one of the first ones i had ever seen it was and I, like, one of fell the first big i would argue that card captor sakura was one of the big ones that brought anime to north america not just that but brought like fangirling to north america oh so i was part of a trend is what you're saying yes i would argue that because the the um, sheer amount of card captor shit that was out there yeah. compared to like even like buffy was out at the time not as much no no no. it was it was crazy the level yeah and that's what really got me obsessed with anime for whatever reason, at that time in my life, card captors was what I needed, and I fell so in love with it. I started googling it, and then hey, here you go. And now years later, like every good television show Did I you watch. Did you ever watch Tsubasa? It was like the the creators clamp of card captors. Oh no, I've never watched created it. Created their own fan fiction of card captors. <gasps> no, yeah, that's how huge it was. It's it's great, but it's like the whole time you're like I'm depressed as ass. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's Clamp. Yeah. I knew enough, and it's crazy because now I know so much about the people that made them. I know not enough about Clamp, and I know that the next is coming out, all that kind of stuff. I remember all that. I never read anything else that they did. I didn't read any of the mangas. Really I didn't watch should. any other animes. I literally just watched Do Card you want to know what the beauty is? All of their series are connected. Oh, I love that shit. It's, <laughs> it's the continuity. I love that shit. <laughs> I have that... Sarah Desson books as well. <laughs> <laughs> just, Bring it back to just, just to relate that. Guys, guys, just, that's the end of mine. That's perfect. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> it's, it's good. This, I'm Stephanie. Natasha. And I'm Christina. Thanks for listening. Bye. Excellent. Bye. Bye.